In short, making the best use of what we have in a time we're given to use it. Sounds simple? Truth is always simple and uncomplicated. And here again, we're placing ourselves above our competition by doing what the majority does not do, because we understand something the great majority of salespeople do not know. Here's the foundation upon which every great selling career has been built, every great business career. Integrity, truth, and honesty are bases for success. Let's look at some facts. Sales success has nothing to do with the size of the brain. The largest brain on record was the brain of an idiot. The smallest, the brain of Anatole France, who won the Nobel Prize for Literature in 1921. Some of the world's greatest people in every field are or were short, bald, and fat, some tall and skinny, some were brilliant and well-educated, some had little or no formal schooling. So the agent destined for greatness can't always be spotted on the street, nor does he always get the vote of his school graduating class as the one most likely to succeed. But truly successful salespeople all have one thing in common. They all understand, consciously or unconsciously, the law of cause and effect. They wisely work with it instead of trying to work against it. Although most people will give lip service to honesty, they're really not at all sure about it. With the great majority, it's a matter of expedience. If it's expedient to be honest, fine, they're honest. If it's more expedient to make a quick sale by not disclosing the whole truth or by shading it a bit, well, they'll, they'll shade it a bit. Why? Because they live on a short-term, instant gratification basis. They don't see selling as a long-term arrangement. They forget or don't know about what I like to call the unfailing boomerang. Anytime an agent or anybody does something dishonest, whether it's small or large, whether it's misquoting a dividend projection or embezzling $10,000, whether it's selling himself short by not making full use of his time, talents, and abilities, he's throwing the boomerang. Now, how far it will travel, no one knows. But it will eventually, it must finally, it will inevitably come around behind him to deliver its never-failing and painful blow. Yes, honesty is good business. In fact, Mirabeau wrote, if honesty did not exist, we ought to invent it as the best means of getting rich. It's the only way on earth to real and lasting selling success. Either we're convinced of this with every fiber of our being, totally, completely, or we are not. If we don't know this by the time we're adults, we deserve every knock we get. In fact, if we didn't deserve them, we wouldn't get them. All we have to do under every selling circumstance is ask ourselves, is this true? Is this honest? And then go ahead with the happy realization that we've taken care of the cause and that the effect will take care of itself. You and I know that selling successfully is a matter of forming the right habits, one of the most important of which is honesty in everything we do. And yet, do you know that each year in every country in the world, employees take home billions of dollars worth of unauthorized company merchandise or property, and it's estimated that the same amount is taken, but honest with others or with ourselves, it will heap upon us the abundance we seek, the good life, if we'll play fair. There's no time limit on this. It's almost never too late, for just as the punishment always seems to be greater than the crime, the rewards always seem to be out of all proportion to our proper acts. So let's summarize then. What do we mean by putting truth to work for us? It means willingness to perform at our best during the time we should be performing at our best. This gives comfort and a feeling of well-being to our leisure time. Our rest has been earned. We know we'll move ahead because we'll simply be too remarkable, too unusual and outstanding to go unnoticed by our prospects for very long. This is as it should be, for there has never been a time when the outstanding agent was more sorely needed. It means the willingness to keep an open mind, to look for truth all the days of our lives and be ready to toss our most cherished beliefs into the ash can if we can be shown something that comes closer to the truth. It's knowing that there's always a better way, and a better way than that, and so on.
and looking at everything we do for those better ways of improving ourselves as agents. It's realizing that an agent who does not read is no better than one who cannot, and that an agent who does not continue to learn to grow as a person is no better than one who cannot, and it's understanding that we must walk with truth every day of our lives if we're to reap the abundant harvest. The greatest joy a salesperson can know is the joy of accomplishment. Think how really great this business becomes when we're making constantly growing use of our minds, our talents, and our abilities. Think of your sales career as a plot of ground to be seated as we've talked about before. It can only return to you what you first give to it. And what do you have to give to it? You have great wealth. You have a human mind, the greatest single ingredient ever to appear on earth. You have far more abilities than you've ever used and far more talent than you probably imagine. And you have time, the one thing which is completely beyond the control of man. Time which cannot be saved, stopped, or held back even for an instant. You've got as much time as any person on earth. Make full use of these riches while you have them. Why wait to say, I wish I could do it all over again? There is no second chance. Use truth as your guide, and your plot of ground will return to you and yours in abundance that will amaze and delight you. There may be bad days, days when you feel uneasy, worried, or depressed. They're part of the selling life. Should they come, let me suggest that you remember a quotation which helped me and a lot of others over some rough spots. It's by Dean Briggs. It goes like this. Do your work. Not just your work and no more, but a little more for the lavishing's sake. That little more which is worth all the rest. And if you suffer as you must, and if you doubt as you must, do your work. Put your heart into it and the sky will clear. And then out of your very doubt and suffering will be born the supreme joy of life. Did you ever wonder where those human dynamos, those agents who can pack as much work into one day as most of us do in two, get all the energy and drive that makes them go? Well, the source of drive and energy in human beings is known. It's the personal excitement that comes from a great motivating desire. If you ask most people why they get out of bed in the morning and slug away all day on the job, they'll probably have to think about it a while before coming up with an answer. When they do, it's usually along the line of, oh, to pay the rent or to put food on the table. Answers like these, while they're necessary, aren't exciting. I belong to the group that thinks life is far too short to be dull. Shelter and food are things we need, but unless we're living out in the street or starving to death, we're not apt to get too excited about a place to sleep or something to eat. Those who have no exciting reason for getting out of bed in the morning may be fine people, but they never seem to accomplish anything out of the ordinary, and they miss a lot of fun and a lot of rewards they could be enjoying. They haven't the drive to become outstanding in selling because they don't have a great motivating desire. The key that unlocks energy is desire. It's also the key to a vital, interesting selling career. If we expect a prospect to do something we want him to do, we have to get him excited. And if we expect to create any drive, any real force within ourselves, we have to get excited. We have to decide upon something we desire very much, a goal that fires our imagination and with a mental picture of having something, doing something, or being something. In a company we surveyed while preparing this series, one of the agents had won the admiration of all the others. We noticed that he had a thorough knowledge of his company and the policies it offered. He took pains to understand his prospects and their problems. These things, along with good planning procedures and a good personality, marked him as an outstanding salesman. We asked him about all this, and he said, When I came with this company a few years back, I decided to shoot for a manager's job in one of our agencies. I'm doing everything I can to be the kind of man who would have that job. 
Well, that explained it. In his mind, he was already running his own agency. The rest of him was merely carrying out the motions that would soon propel him into the job he wanted. Meanwhile, he was enjoying himself tremendously. The mental image of being an agency manager so appealed to him, and he was so excited about it that he found all the enthusiasm, energy, and drive he was going to need to achieve that position. Everything he said and did in his selling job had to conform to the image he held in his mind. He was outstanding because nothing less than his best would fit with the goal he'd picked out. Of course he'll get that agency manager's job and all that goes with it. Agents with unusual drive and energy, agents who excel, are the ones who have given themselves a mental picture, a, a goal to work toward. And the amount of drive they possess will always be in exact proportion to the strength of their desire to make that mental picture a reality, to reach that goal. We don't have to worry about setting a goal we can never reach. That's the strange and wonderful thing about humans, something that many agents seem to miss. 